quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her questions via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her responses or use their voice-to-text feature. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. This book becomes a legacy, something your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I used mylifeinabook.com to compile my own stories to give to my daughters for Mother's Day. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code PEACE at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code PEACE for 10% off today. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood. Yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome back. I'm here again and I'm here alone and I'm talking all about what is the difference between conventional parenting and conscious, connective, peaceful parenting exactly. And there are a few differences and I want to dive into these because I think it gets confusing. So connective parenting really focuses on the idea of relationship. How can we build the most important relationship with the most important people in our lives? And what does building a relationship look like? And when we think about relationship, we don't really often think about the child-parent relationship. We think of that more as like a hierarchy, like the parent stands way above the child and the child stands way below the parent and that there's this idea of authority. And is that the best kind of relationship to have with someone? And the person who is not in the authority place, how do they feel? So really trying to level the playing field and create a relationship that feels good, this allows for everyone to do better. And this really allows for children to do better because they don't feel so controlled. The other difference is the control. We try to move away from controls, move away from manipulations, move away from threats and belittlement and bribes and shame and those things which try to control a child's behavior. Moving away from that helps the relationship. It isn't that conscious parents say, I don't use punishments because of any other reason except for. It doesn't nurture the relationship. It doesn't feel good for a child to be controlled. So we do everything in our power in conscious parenting to make sure that we're 
allowing our kids to do their best and we allow them to do their best when they feel good and they feel good when they're connected to us and they're connected to us when we don't use manipulations we don't use bribes and threats connected parenting also doesn't focus on behaviors so much we don't focus on the idea that our child is behaving well or they're behaving poorly as an indicator as to who they are or what kind of person they are, if they're good or if they're bad. And that leads us all to this idea of conditional or unconditional love. So we really cultivate the idea of unconditional love that I'll love you even when you're having a hard time, even when you're displaying behaviors that I don't like, even when you're choosing to do the wrong thing, because I know that inherently that is not you. That is just a behavior. And that behavior is a message to a deeper issue that's going on with you in the moment. And everybody has issues, right? Every child, every person, every adult, every everybody has an issue, an emotional issue at one time or another in a day, in a week, in a year, in a month, all the time. We have emotions. That's that's how life is. And the behavior really is an indicator that there's something below the surface. Conventional parenting says the behavior indicates that the child is wrong or bad or should be shunned or should be loved conditionally, that the love should be taken away when the child isn't behaving well so that the child will behave better so that they can feel loved. Well, that in itself is super manipulative. And we don't see that so much because society doesn't present it that way to us. They say the child needs to be controlled. They need to behave. They need to do better. Their behavior must change or else we're not doing our job. So there are many differences and it can get confusing because we've been so programmed to believe one way or another. Conscious parenting leans into the idea of empathy and understanding and listening. And conventional parenting leads into the ideas of problem solving and fixing and making things better, which sounds good, except for it doesn't really make way for the feelings to be had. So if a child doesn't get their own way, conventional parenting says to view them as disrespectful or unkind or not behaving well. And conscious parenting views a child as having a hard time and not getting their way and that it's okay that they're having feelings around that hard time. And that if we come with empathy and understanding around the feelings of not getting your own way, can that make you feel better? Can it make you help you process the idea of that? Yeah, you're not always going to get your own way, but I hear you and I see you and I understand, but you still might not get your own way. And that's okay because that creates resilience. You're going to get through it. We don't always all get our own way. And I think there's this misconception that conventional parenting is strong and that it has limits and boundaries and that kids will adhere to rules and they will eventually be, quote unquote, better behaved. And that conventional parenting is passive and children will walk all over their parents and that they will never be able to adhere to the rules and boundaries because, you know, we're so passive. But that just isn't the case. Children will learn morality. And they will learn rules and boundaries by us being moral people and having rules and boundaries. But we don't have to have those rules and boundaries and limits by using a punishment or a threat or a withdrawal of love or a reward. We can do so by implementing the idea of 
empathy. And empathy really is something that I never knew how to implement as a parent. I remember the first time I did it, I was like, yes, Esme, I understand how you feel. And I was so robotic because nobody had displayed empathy for me as a child. So I couldn't fathom this idea that I should be giving her empathy because she wanted the doll with the pink dress and not the doll with the yellow dress. But as time went on and I practiced and I found all the different ways you could use empathy, you can use it for setting limits, you can use it for unfairness, you can use it for sibling fights. It's a wonder. It's a wonder drug in connected parenting. But once I learned how to do that, it was so much easier. I could just listen to feelings. I didn't have to fix things. I didn't have to make it all better. I didn't have to problem solve. I didn't have to do a lot of the things that kept me up at night trying to figure out how to do. But it's a skill and it's something that you have to learn. Setting limits and listening to big feelings isn't something we learn growing up. I'm not sure if we ever learn it even as adults. The fact is, many of us don't know how to respond to our children when they are upset. Having tantrums, angry about a limit are all around having a hard time. I created the online course, Understanding Big Emotions, to teach parents this important tool I have learned, which has changed the dynamic of my family. My online course is out today and will be on sale to my podcast community only for a discounted price of $67 until the end of the week. Click the link in the show notes or go to peaceandparentingla.com forward slash presale hyphen join and learn to be the calm presence when your child is in the middle of an emotional storm. So back to the idea of the differences between conscious parenting and the difference between conventional parenting is also this idea of play and really learning how to lean into play as a way for our kids to feel more relaxed. And how can we be playful around mistakes? How can we, you know, come with ease around mistakes as opposed to really taking them personally and feeling like our kids are going to be awful people if they make these everyday mistakes. So conscious parenting all in all really looks to nurture this relationship and view mistakes as just a way of life and view behavior as just an indicator of what's going on below the surface. And if you can grasp onto these ideals, you can really move how your child feels about you. And when you move how your child feels about you, you also move your child's behavior because they feel better and they want to do better. And so you're all functioning in a family that is more connected. And I know it's well, it really tried. Everyone's like, oh, well, it's connected parenting. What the heck is that? Like, what does that even really mean? I'm around my kids all the time. I, I'm always with them. I'm a stay-at-home mom or I'm a stay-at-home dad. Or, you know, I, I do these crazy, you know, activities on the weekends and I'm, I'm with them constantly. Yeah. Well, I was too. I was like a stay-at-home mom. I was the most disconnected stay-at-home mom that ever existed. And I, I didn't really understand what connection was and what it is, is all these little things. It's empathy. It's listening to feelings. It's play. It's one-on-one time. It's all the facets of nurturing a relationship and really getting away from those manipulations, the punishments and the threats and the bribes. And if you want to learn how to 
get rid of those threats and bribes and punishments. I have a webinar that's coming out in March, the week of the 21st. So you can check that out. We have three different dates. Those dates are March 21st, 23rd and 28th. And I'll just be doing a live webinar all about punishments. So you can check that out. So really think about where you want to improve the relationship you share with your child. Do you want to continue to, if you are, use manipulations and bribes and threats? Or is it time to really move into this idea of connection? I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you contemplate the idea of your relationship with your child. I know it's not easy to unlearn what we've learned. And I know it's not easy to go against the grain of society, but I'm wishing you all the hope and all the luck. And I will hopefully see you next time.